se recomienda las dosis de refuerzo de la vacuna contra el COVID-19 para ciertas personas. Para más información visita vaccinate.virginia.gov o llama al 877-829-4682. Mensaje del Departamento de Salud de Virginia. TV Dumpcast, the official podcast of the TV Dump Facebook group. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... Ian Bruce. And John Martin. Cool. Okay, so, yeah, it's been a while. What shows have we been watching? Um, John, you've been watching From Dust Till Dawn, right? The new... Yeah, I have, yeah. Um, honestly, it's based... So far, uh, I'm like three episodes in, and it just seems like they've taken a film and just stretched it out... And not really bothered to make it any more interesting. So it's kind of like all the good kicks from the film, but spread out with a lot of filler in between. I think that's kind of how they pitched it originally. But um, so, I mean, is it is it entertaining? Um, I, I guess the, the benefit of stretching it out is that you might kind of care a bit more about the characters. Are you feeling that? Um, not so much about our two main guys. Like some of the people that they kill, you're you're more involved in because there's there's a bit more backstory about them you kind of meet the family and stuff before they get blown away um but yeah i mean I, it seems like they're going down a slightly different route with it as if this whole uh you know like the, the vampire outbreak in in the bar from uh the movie um spoiler alert oh shit if you <laughs> haven't seen the film by now jesus like 1996 that came out i think <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think it's fine. Uh, yeah, the, the it's kind of giving you a bit of sort of backstory to that, and as though it seems like where they're going to go with it is that that isn't just an insulated kind of uh, one-off bar that happens to have a lot of vampires. It's as though it's like a coming apocalypse of vampires. Yeah, well, that was always the tease at the end of the original movie, wasn't it? Um, and I, I, I did actually listen to a podcast a while back with Robert Rodriguez sort of talking about it. And he was saying that, yeah, you know, you, we might sort of, you might sort of discover how deep that temple goes and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Which is what is on top of the bar, basically. I mean, I think so, uh, I think the uh, the show could get really good, if, but at the moment it's just quite slow. Um your, our main guys don't really have the charisma of the two actors from the original. Uh, I mean, I know that's asking quite a lot. You're talking like George Clooney. Uh, the the dude's pretty pretty charismatic. but And the guy who wrote it. Yeah, wrote Tarantino. It. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but it's, I don't know. It just, it, it, so far it's letting me down, but I'm going to stick with it and see where it goes, see if it gets more interesting and whether... When when the vampires start getting more involved, whether whether it kind of steps it up a bit. So, am I right in thinking that there have been some vampire stuff going on? Well, already? it's as though uh, Richie uh, Gecko. It's as though his madness. You know, he's kind of crazy in the film, 
uh, that yeah. that's played on more, but it's as though something's affecting his mind, um, and you're kind of given glimpses of what that might be, and right. it's kind of as though this uh, Salma Hayek's part in the film. It's as though she's like a vampire queen. Well, I assume it's it's meant to be the same character because the girl looks a lot like her. Um, yeah, it, it's her that's kind of playing with his mind and making him do crazy stuff all the time. Cool. Okay. Well, yeah, it's an interesting concept, sort of trying to stretch a film out to to make it into a show. But um, they're doing it again soon with uh, Fargo. Oh, yeah. the, but that's got the Coen Brothers direct involvement in, kind of like this. You know, Rodriguez is involved in this too. So it looks like they're both in good hands. But I guess just going to have to suck it and see, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, the Fargo show, I reckon, will be great because it's got Coen Brothers in it. So they pretty mm. much golden touch, right? So, uh, would you recommend this show? Um, at the moment, I'd I'm kind of only lukewarm to it. But um, ask me again in a couple of weeks, maybe for the next podcast that we do, and I'll report back. And uh, so, just to make that clear, do you want to watch the next two episodes, or do you feel a sort of duty to? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm mildly intrigued by it, but I'm not exactly you know going. Oh, cool! I've got to rush home from work to watch the next Dust Till Dawn. It's you know, it's sure. it's somewhere in between. <laughs> okay, cool. All right then. Uh, so, um, what have you been watching then, Ian? Well, I'm glad you've asked. Um. <laughs> I've been watching a fair amount since I've come back from my travels away, um, and I happened across The Smoke, which is on Sky One. Um, With uh, Jamie Bamber from Battlestar Galactica, yes. right? Um, he's an English guy who played BSG with an American accent, and it was always weird to see him in his normal accent on American chat shows. Um, but he's playing... Or in, or in Homeblower. I didn't see that. Um, yeah, he did that before Battlestar. But, yeah. but he's anyway. he plays like an East End firefighter in this, so he's a bit all right, geezer, yeah, all right, and uh, it's just a bit distracting. The basic premise is: a year ago, he had a terrible accident at a fire and was beaten up by a couple of kids in a fire and left to die, and his bosses left him to die, and but he managed to get out. That sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Beaten, beaten up by some kids. Not little five-year-olds. They fire. were like teenagers. Like, what were the kids doing in the fire? They were burning they and were... kicking the shit out of him. Just going nuts all round. Wow, well, I was about to defend it then. Wow. Wow. Yes, Sorry, Ian, well, no, no. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm watching it now. That's, I've just like, said what it's about and I have no idea why I'm watching it. Um... <laughs> Please do tell. Uh, well, I like Jamie Bamber. He was great in BSG, and his wife is, or his girlfriend is played by Jodie Whittaker, who was Beth Latimer in Broadchurch, the mother of the ah. of the kid. Um, and she was really good in that. Yeah, but, she is good in that, isn't she? But she, it, I don't know what's going on here. I think I'm reminded once again why I don't really watch British satellite TV shows. Um. Oh, is it on Sky? Yeah. The, the uh. dialogue is rubbish. Towards the end of the first episode, I thought, wow, I'm not going to watch any more of this. And then something happens at the end where he reveals the extent of his injuries from the fire he was in. And it was really quite shocking. Um, 
Yeah, there's been a little rumbling about this on the uh, internet. Yeah. Um, uh, and I thought, wow, okay, well, respect for that. That's quite good. I'll see what happens with the next one. And hey, Hang on. <clears throat> How bad is this injury? It's moderately bad uh, on a personal level. So bad for a man especially? Yes, he's got a burnt sausage. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Ooh. not good. Um, no, but his girlfriend's being supportive and uh, all the rest of it. But it, it's... I don't really know where the plot wanted to go, but it's becoming about him trying to locate the people, the teenagers who were involved in the burglary that started the fire, that beat him up and all the rest of it. Um, and it's the script isn't that great. Um, the fire stuff is pretty good, but it's not London's Burning. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's not even as good as London's Burning? Uh, no. Um, I, 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 oh. And I just... I think what I'm getting at is it's a shame to see Jamie Bamber, who did such a great job in BSG and may or may not have been good in Hornblower, doing this. Um, I, I, it's just not doing it for me. And this kind of stuff normally would be something that I'd watch. But at the moment, the script and the story just aren't carrying it forward. So I would not recommend this. Okay. So thumbs down for the smoke. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to kind of... I don't know if I'd give uh, Black Sails a, a complete thumbs up. Certainly not two thumbs up, but maybe one. And uh, yeah, I was really enthusiastic about the pilot uh, in a previous episode. Um, I think you weren't, Ian, and John was on the fence. Correct. Um, shall we say? Yeah, I was kind of on, on the bad side of the fence for that one. Did you not carry on with it? No, I didn't bother. Oh, okay. Well, like, to be fair... Um, the pilot was um, definitely a highlight. Uh, the, it was only eight episodes. Um, there was definitely a lot more stuff not on the boat, and I, I would have preferred more stuff on the boat. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of, like, politics and mechanics of pirating and a lot of, like, yeah, all that kind of stuff and um, not enough piratey stuff. So is but, it a pirate, you know, a pirate procedural? It's like Deadwood, but, you know, pirates, but probably not quite as good as Deadwood. You know, certainly not as, no one near as good as uh, Ian McShane in it. Um, But uh, when they did go to see and do the piratey stuff, that was a lot of fun. And it was very well done. The the big, there was a big kind of standoff with uh, free boats, um, which was all mostly done in CGI, but all the stuff that was happening on the boat was great. Um, there were some cool little character arcs in there. The, the specky guy ends up biting someone's face off at some point. Um, spoiler alert, sorry. Um, but um, yeah, uh, and, and I think your main leads were great. There was a couple of uh, unexpected character deaths, uh, one of which might not end up being a character death after all. Um, but yeah, the series ended on a massive cliffhanger and uh, I'll be tuning in for more. Um, I think if you're into pirates, if you like Deadwood and you're willing to forego a, a little bit of dodgy acting in a couple of places, um, I, I think I think it's a pretty solid show, to be honest. Still not going to watch it. it but... <laughs> Still not going to watch no, it. No, I don't. No, I don't think so. Okie doke. Well, uh, would, would you watch the? Has it been renewed? Would you watch the second season? Oh, it was it's it was automatically oh, yeah, renewed. Right. Yeah, it was yeah. a t- it was a two season pitch simply because they've had to go out there and build all that stuff, like yeah. for them to actually make any money out of it. They they have got to do a two season commitment. And you will do the second season. Would you do a third if they, if it was there? Or 
Well, it depends how two works out, but at the moment, definitely season two. Right. Yeah, it was kind of like a bit of a fixture, uh, like roast dinner and on a Sunday and watch that. It was for about eight weeks. It was awesome. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, so, yeah, John, you've also been watching a show called The Red Road. Is that right? Yeah, that's the one. Um, it's the second show by Sundance after uh, Rectify that everybody loved. Uh, that's great. Yeah, exactly. So I thought, well, I've got, got to give it a go. And um, it stars Jason Momoa, who is, you know, moon and stars from Game of Thrones, that chap. Do you know who I mean? Uh, indeed. Yeah. Indeed. The Dol- Dolphraki. Yeah, that's the Dolphraki warlord. And uh, Martin Henderson. And um, basically, it's it's about a sheriff, Martin Henderson, um, who is policing both like a small town and some mountains where a bunch of Indians live. Uh, it's like an Indian reserve. And uh, Jason, right. Jason Momoa is one of the Indians who uh, has just come back to to town kind of thing um, after being in jail. And he's dragging a few people into his world of crime. And he's, he's kind of got his hooks into the sheriff as well via some uh, plot mechanics that I can't, re- can't really reveal without spoiling stuff. And... It's good. Um, it starts off quite weird, quite sort of feels a little bit weak on the first episode, but kind of like worth persevering. And it, it just goes from strength to strength from there. I definitely gives it a thumbs up. Cool. Cool. I may have to check that out. It looks like the current run is, is just six episodes, right? Yeah. That was the same with Rectify, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. It seems to be the Sundance format. Um, so yeah, I haven't watched the sixth one, the sixth one yet. Um, I think that's this week, so I'll be checking it out. I imagine it's all going to come to a head. Uh, episode five was pretty intense. There was a lot of drama going on, so I'm quite interested to see how it all turns out. Cool, yeah, that does look really good. Yeah, Momoa has got an amazing screen presence. He saw it in Game of Thrones. and um, what? <laughs> he's a huge guy. Yeah, not just the fact that he's huge, but he's... I don't know, he's got uh, kind of like a, a charisma about him. Wasn't um, he the new Conan in the Conan remake? That's right, was. yeah. <laughs> Which was all right, I thought. Yeah, it wasn't bad, I thought. Uh, especially when he slices that guy's nose off. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah no, he's, he's great in this. Um, there's all of the supporting actors are good. Um, Martin Henderson, I'm not 100% on. Um, I think he's pretty decent, but he kind of lacks the edge that I think he needs. But... Um, not, he doesn't let the side down, really. He's just not as good as the others, really. If that makes sense. <laughs> I yeah. yeah, I was just trying to see what if I knew him from anything. I, I oh, Home and Away. Yeah, Home and Away. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't look like he's been in much else. Uh, yeah, House, one episode. Um, and Secrets and Lies, which I've never seen. So, No. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. No, no, that sounds good. Um, all right. Uh, and so next we've got uh, Ver- the Veronica Mars movie oh, yes. that you watched. Yes. So, so I nev- I've never watched Veronica Mars. Um, um, I, I need to try and convince you to watch it. I, I've just been looking at people who are fans of it. Kevin Smith was a fan. Joss Whedon was a fan. They both made guest appearances off the back of their fandom. Um, yeah, I know. He was going on about it the other week on Hollywood Babylon. Uh, but this- it's, it, it's always the script. I mean, the, char- the characters are good. Uh, they have a number of dimensions, but the script is just, it just zings along like the TV series did. Um, I think the thing that sold me the most about this this 
property series show movie is the fact that well the movie was uh it was a kickstarter yeah uh, and it did i think they wanted two million but they ended up with 5.8 or something and it was the at the time it was the highest and fastest reached uh kickstarter campaign did you kickstart it I didn't because all of the rewards, uh, all of the incentives were all US based at the time that I was looking at them. They may have added some later, but I thought, meh, okay, no, I'll just get the, I'll buy it on whichever platform I want to watch it on, um, or I'll get the DVD when the DVD comes out. And so how how did you watch it? Uh, it's available on some streaming services. Oh, okay. Um, which is good. Cool. <laughs> um, and... Uh, the more I think about it, uh, it's like what Serenity was to Firefly, in that it sounds... Ah, yeah. it, if you've not seen Firefly, Serenity still works, and Serenity is excellent if you have seen the TV show. <coughs> Excuse me. You're going to have um, some people up in arms there talking about Veronica Mars in the same sentence as Firefly. And that's okay. <laughs> if they want to get up in arms about it, then... That's all right. Tweet right. us at I, TV Dumpcast. That's all right. I'd like, I'd like to see a battle. I think, honestly, if there was a battle between all the Veronica Mars fans and all the Firefly okay, fans, no, they'd probably all just sit down and have a beer, wouldn't they? I, I would hope so, because I'd hope everybody would be mature enough to not go, oh, you can't like that. It's, it's not. <laughs> I, I, I'm fairly sure that's where it would go. Um, um, oh, well. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's... If you've not seen it, it does a fantastic job of recapping the three series at the start. Um, that I've, I've not really seen anything done that well before. Uh, She's like a teen detective or something. She right? was in the TV show, yeah. Um, ah, right. appar- uh, apparently, she was fifteen when the show started, or the character was fifteen. But Kristen Bell was certainly not fifteen when the show started. She was in her early twenties. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit weird to realise that earlier this week when I was doing some research on it. Did um, you feel less guilty? <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit wrong <laughs> um, but it's it's really it's really just the script I can't say anything I mean the story is it's a bit meh sometime and there's murder and stuff and she solves it and all the rest of it but the relationship between her and her dad who's played by Enrico Colantoni who was in Flashpoint um, he just he what an awesome fella he is I think a number of people would would like him to be their father <laughs> that which sounds a bit wrong <laughs> But he'd love to be but, her father. But they, the relationship on screen seems to be a genuine, genuinely warm paternal relationship that he has with her. Um, and you don't very often get that with characters on the TV. It just feels a bit forced. And well, how, they would never be related. Uh, but they have really good charisma between them and a really great relationship. And that's what most of the show's about. It's about the script and about the characters. And what they do is just kind of by the by. Um, it's very much like BSG or Lost for that kind of driven by the characters and can probably take or leave some of the story elements. So how many seasons of there was it? Uh, it ran for three and the third one got, uh, if I remember correctly, it got cancelled kind of halfway through, but they knew it was going to be cancelled so they had time to tidy up what they could. Um, mm. But it all, I mean, it didn't It didn't just stop. It worked quite, worked out quite well. And the fourth carries on from that, but 10 years later or a number of years later. Where everybody's slightly older, and but they all managed to get themselves back together for a one more murder mystery. It's not Scooby Doo. I've just sold it like that. <laughs> Are these uh, giant, like twenty episode seasons? Then that they were. Uh, I think the first two were, 
uh, and the third one was 12 or 13. Uh, all available on DVD from your local Amazon. Um, and perhaps stuff will start being repeated on Living wherever it... Because it was shown in the UK originally, but it was shown on Living. And I don't know if in the mid-2000s a lot of people had Living or watched Living. Mm, um, yeah, it's a giant like network-length show. Um, yeah. But like you said, season three was cut off early. Yeah. Oh, it's available to watch now on Amazon Instant Video, according to uh, IMDb. Yes. Um, so. And if you... I mean, I'm not going to sell it to people, and obviously if you're a Firefly fan, you'll be coming around to my house with a pitchfork and a burning steak or something for, th- for the things what I've said. <laughs> um, but if you like well-written TV, regardless of its genre, then this is... I would highly recommend this, definitely. The only thing that can make this better is them announcing either a new TV series or a couple more films, but I don't really know where they'd go, uh, and they should probably leave it well alone where it is now. It's The film was a great way to finish it all off. Maybe it's something Netflix might bring back or something at some point. Yeah, yeah. If they're up for it. Or, yeah, just do more films. But she's become quite a... She's been in some great films over the years, um, and I'm, although she's a massive fan of Veronica Mars... Uh, she, I'm not sure she'd commit to another series. It would be great if she did, but I think she, there's movie offers that she may want to do instead. Who's, who's the lead the actress? Uh, Kristen Bell. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I was just going to say she might end up in the Heroes reboot. Yeah, <laughs> probably. She, well, she was in Heroes, wasn't she? She was. Uh, yeah, Jesus. that's what she did after after Veronica Mars. Christ. Well, we we all have bad days, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she wasn't in the good bit, unfortunately. She showed up in like season two or three, I think. Um, yeah, anyway, from uh, teenage detectives to the greatest of them all. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> that link, that's, that's a link, that's a segue from this morning. Well done. <laughs> I am Philip Schofield, eat your heart out. <laughs> At least you're not Holly Willoughby. That's better. <clears throat> Did you know she's having a baby? I, I enjoyed Keith Lemon telling me that the other week on Celebrity Juice. Yes. Well, ne- oh, that's I've, I've, I've been uh, loving the Facebook trending because you get to find out about um, celebrity babies as well as your friends' ones. That, that's very helpful for Facebook, isn't it? It is. I, yeah. Mm. It did help me score uh, Kevin Smith tickets, though, because that's where I found out that Kevin Smith was playing in the UK. Oh, right. So uh, okay. that combined with my O2 priority... Enabled me to clinch four tickets for that. But you're, show. But you're not on Reddit, though, are you? No. Okay. No. I know. I'll go now. It's <laughs> all right. Something else. <laughs> something else to cut out. <laughs> I know. It's something I need to sort out. Yeah. Um, yeah but anyway. Um, yeah. So I've been watching some of the uh, Jeremy Brett era Sherlock Holmes episodes from the eighties. Where have, Where um, have you been watching those? Are they on the internet or? I rented them from Love Film. Wow, okay. And was there any particular reason why you did that? Or was it just trying to compare that to the Cumber Biatch and... Um... I'd imagine you had them on your list for a while before they got sent to you. No, basically, uh, I, I'm, after us making such a fuss about Hannibal... Uh, not Hannibal, Hannibal. <laughs> after us making such a fuss about Sherlock, uh, season three, doing the podcast and stuff, uh, my friend... Uh, Chris, he basically said, oh, you, why are you watching that rubbish? You should watch the old stuff. Jeremy Brett's well better than that. Um, so, yeah, I was like, okay. And as with most 
of his recommendations. I'll stick them on the love film list uh, and eventually they'll show up. So yeah, I do end up with the odd random movie now and then. And, and yeah, so, so anyway, yeah, I, I got this, uh, they sent through, I watched seven episodes of it. Um, I've recently canceled my love film subscription for reasons I'm not going to go into now. Um, but basically I, 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 I got to episode seven of like the original run. Um, it's all right. It's, it's, it's one of those shows that's aged well because it's set in Victorian times anyway. So, you know, they've got all the costumes, all that looks pretty good. Um, and Jeremy Brett is a really good Holmes. Um, if anything, it kind of emphasizes what's right about the various Holmes adaptations um, rather than like elementary which kind of just turns into a police procedural. It's not really so much about the crime, but in the way in which he finds out who done it. You know, it's not about who done it, it's about how he figures it out. And also the quirks of the character. One thing that I really loved about it was um, in the very first episode, like, did we just lose connection? No, I'm still here. Hello? Okay. Hello? No, I just got a weird, like, woodle. Yeah, that was me sending you a Skype message indicating that they're all available on YouTube, so you don't have to get them from Love Film. Oh, fair enough. What are, so, like the uh, like the books themselves, it's become public domain. Well, they've got. Uh, um, yeah, there's there's like I don't know, forty four episodes on, available on YouTube. Oh right. So yeah. Oh well, maybe so. I'll continue watching them on YouTube. Yeah, because I work because I'm into it. Um, but yeah. Anyway, sorry. The point I was making was um. Uh, yeah, in the very first episode, like there's sort of reference to him taking cocaine, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Watson's, Watson's like, oh, you're such a waste and stuff. Um, and and yeah, the cases themselves are a bit funny. There's some hilarious facial hair <laughs> in it. It's it's absolutely like hanging off. Yes. Like these elaborate <laughs> facial arrangements. Um, they really went to town there. Um, Sounds like my kind of show. I like a bit of facial hair. <laughs> there's also um like you were saying about nypd uh there's uh like it's, you see you yeah. spot actors yes. and you're like oh that's so and so i spotted lofty from eastenders in one <laughs> who incidentally turns up in one of the downey jr movies as like carriage driver number one wow really yeah, Holy he's shit, in it. But you, you wouldn't, re- you probably wouldn't recognise a fifty-year-old lofty though. No. So, uh, God, he might be even older than that now. Anyway, um, yeah. So, yeah, I watched seven of them, and I don't know if he's the best. I, I, I guess he's well up there. I haven't watched any of the Basil Rathbone stuff, um, or if I did it, I just didn't realise it. Um, it was years ago. But yeah, what 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 do you guys think about Sherlock Holmes and his various incarnations? Have you are you familiar with any of the Jeremy Brett? Uh, I watched them when they were on the TV the first time. As I'm a slightly older gentleman, uh, and <laughs> I was five <laughs> when the first season came yeah, out. Yeah, I was not. Um, yeah, and I really enjoyed them at the time. Even as a teenager, though, I really enjoyed them. Um, now that I've seen they are on YouTube, I can add them to my watch later list. Uh, <laughs> cool. Maybe get my missus to watch them. I watched um, them as a teenager, um, like, but yeah, repeats. Um, <laughs> sorry, mate. Um, That's all right. But yeah, uh, no, I was I was really into Sherlock On Holmes. UK gold. <laughs> UK gold. No, I think it might have been Dave or something. 
but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, they they were really good. I, I did like them back then, but I, you know, like a lot of stuff I haven't seen for a long time. I'm, I'm not sure what I'd think of it now. Is it worth digging out? You reckon? He's he's very good as Holmes. Like he, watching him is as entertaining as probably pro- possibly more entertaining than a uh, Cumberbatch. Um, what about Downey Junior? Um, he's got that kind of manic thing. Oh, and there's one scene in a in one of the episodes where he properly get, has like fifties uh, fisticuffs. Like you know, he's he's like, come on then, put them up, <laughs> and uh, totally totally like biffs this guy pugilist. over a table. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, kangaroo uh, yeah. I'll kick you in the Queensbridge sort of stuff. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, it's almost like watching Harry Enfield sketch, you know, <laughs> um, but it's cool because it's like, yeah, wicked. He's like a badass. He's not just this sort of gentrified chap who, you know, just with a magnifying glass, he used to get stuck in there. And, you know, that's that's the bit that they've been kind of emphasising in a lot of the uh, of the more recent interpretations, especially the movies. Um, but yeah, you, you, all that stuff is present and and correct. You know, cool. And I never realised they would they were showing that side of it because all my memories were you know they never really sort of advertised all that. No, um, if I remember if I remember correctly, it was on it was a nine o'clock thing, so it was a little bit darker than you. Um, After the watershed. <laughs> yeah. Although stuff like the professionals and that kind of stuff used to be after the watershed. And now you can see them at four o'clock in the afternoon on um, UK gold, gold plus one or something. So it's funny how that yeah. all works out. I bet the man. Well, it's from, like films. Go on. I was going to say, I bet the man from Uncle was after the watershed at one point. I bet it was. Yeah, definitely. Can't have a skirt that short. <laughs> She's showing her ankles. <laughs> Blimey. It's just like the way they certificate films now, though. It's it's like what would have been an 18 back in the 80s is now a 12. Yes. I wonder if one day Nymphomaniac will be a PG. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, when they remake it in yeah. uh, 2050 or but something. To be honest, yeah, I find that hard to swallow. Yes. <laughs> Boom, Tish. Dad joke. Yeah. I know that everybody's oh, well, doing, uh, you know, after-sex selfies and stuff like that. You know, everything's becoming a bit more open sexually. I, I can assure you that everyone that everyone isn't doing that, John. No, I know. Just, just, uh, just, just certain you. types. <laughs> just you, John, and they were they were very they were very good. I'm glad you enjoyed them. Maybe, maybe I'll share them with some others. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, tell us about Crisis, then, Ian. Uh, so I've been lucky enough to be in a position to watch a couple of US shows uh, in the last few weeks. One of them has been Crisis, which is not a show that I'm going to continue with. Uh, it's about uh, Secret Service, loads of posh, rich, elitist American kids get on a school bus to go on a school trip and they get taken hostage. Um, and it, it's basically about that. One of their dads is involved in it and it, it was at that point that I thought this is becoming like the following uh, without Kevin Bacon. It, it's kind of like The Following meets Hostages. I don't know if any, either of you are watching Hostages. Have you seen any of that? The uh, nope. president surgeon is has her family held hostage and she has to kill the president when she performs surgery on him. <coughs> Apparently that can last a series. Um, or <laughs> Sounds a season, excruciating. Yeah, for operation. Just a <laughs> yeah. series-long game of operation. Yes. Um, but... I, I, 
the only thing that the only reason that made me watch this is it has the amazingly talented and quite beautiful Gillian Anderson in it, and she's been in some fantastic stuff recently. The thing for the BBC that she's the fall, the fall. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and she was she was really really great in that. But in this, she's just the the token mother of one of the kids. She's a very powerful woman in it, but she's not being challenged. Um, maybe she will be later. Uh, but it's 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 another US generic network TV show, which is a shame um, for Miss Anderson only. Everybody else, me, but it's, I wouldn't. The other person it has in it is the chick from Transformers, the the Australian girl who uh, discovered the, the how they're getting in through the back door. Which is <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's not uh, loiter on that. Let's not loiter on her back door. Um, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm just Rachel. I think it's Rachel Stevens. Her name is. Is it Rachel Stevens. Rachel something. Yeah, it's Rachel Taylor. And she's been a, in a couple of things. She was in Six 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 Park Avenue. I don't know if anybody watched that. No, uh, with her, with him off last. Yeah, and she was in the short-lived Charlie's Angels remake. <laughs> um, Didn't see that. No, me neither. But she was also in The Darkest Hour, which was Aliens Invade Moscow, and it, not a great film, but quite good fun. Uh, and she was good in that. But was that the one with the weird lights everywhere? It was the one where you stuff. could, if you sh- you could, I don't know what, it was something to do with energy, and if you shone the light on them, then the, the, they'd show up, otherwise they wouldn't and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Which was quite good fun. Um, but it's, cool. it's yeah, it just, it ticks the network TV boxes, and it's, it's I, if you, if you're not a fan of network TV, avoid Okay, and I will. Just That's quickly, the, for Rob. <laughs> yeah. Just quickly, the other thing that I've had opportunity to watch is Resurrection, which is the US remake of The Returned, or the French version of that, which is about the dead people who come back to life and turn up on their family's doorsteps. Um, oh, yeah. I've, I've fallen asleep watching the French movie version of that. I fell asleep, or I only managed to like a show and a half of the French TV series or the Channel Four version of it, and it's been remade a number of times. <clears throat> but this has uh, the Dr. Foreman from House as one of the lead characters. Christ, I wish I could remember his name. Sorry, I'm ill-prepared. Uh, so Omar Epps, maybe? Is that him? <laughs> Christ, rubbish. The American version has Omar Epps, uh, who was Dr. Foreman from House. Uh, and it's very strange to having watched House for many, many seasons. It's very strange to watch him wearing a gun on his hip and being trying to be a, a U.S. government agency guy. Uh, but I'm finding this one much easier to get into. The characters are better. I can relate to people more. Um, it's not quite as weird as the French ones that I've looked at. Um, and I, I will be pursuing this one. <clears throat> oh, cool. Because it, it didn't get... Uh the greatest reviews so i and, and this was one of those ones where i thought well, the, everyone was going to cane me for watching the us version um rather, like the killing has it not got the greatest reviews what's oh. well, it's got an 8.1 on imdb i don't think it fared that well on metacritic but i think you, you, know, you that's generally I'm, I'm going by metacritic now uh, but then ian you're recommending so perhaps i'll check it out <laughs> but i'm only recommending because i like omar Epps and uh, I found the French one and the I, I think Channel 4 did a version as well or maybe they showed the French one. Um, I found that a bit of a struggle 
not because it was French. I enjoy European TV, <laughs> not cinema. Um, but I just found the characters to be more engaging immediately. Oh, okay. Um, so it's rocking. It's rocking a sixty on a on Metacritic. How, but it's got if it's only mostly, got a couple of reviews, then that's you know. No, it's got twenty nine. Oh, okay. But I mean, there's sixteen positive reviews, and the user score is in the green. So yeah. if you're going to go by Metacritic <laughs> for watching everything, um, then yeah, um, I mean, if you if you reckon it's it's decent and and um, I, slightly more engaging, yeah, than, it was definitely more engaging. Uh, and if you wanted, if you wondered what the fuss about the returned was, but it couldn't really get into the French one, like I couldn't. Um, I'm glad that the American one is providing an opportunity for that. Now, I just simply hadn't got round to uh, the return yet, but you, I didn't realise it was a movie first. Is that right? I, so it was a I movie. I think it was a French movie first, and then it became a TV series somewhere, or the other way round, um, and then it's it was networked out to stuff. So. It's obviously one of those, this is such a good idea, we must do something with this sort of thing. It's, uh, it is a great premise. Yes. Um, but having not seen either, you think it would be fine to just skip the original version? I think so, as I guess it was with uh, The Bridge or uh, what's the other one? The Killing. Is it The Killing? I got, I got so much grief for watching the US version of The Killing instead of... The original one. Yes. Um, and having watched both of those, or tried to watch the US version, uh, I mean, somebody who's watched the French version of this will probably say the same thing. My God, why are you watching the US version? It's just cheap and the acting's rubbish. And that's okay, but, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, is I enjoy- there a danger? Go on. Is there a danger that they've stretched this out to like a billion episodes? Um, um, I don't know. Um, Let's, it's network, isn't it? Right, okay. They're up to episode eight on IMDb. Yeah. See, that's the that's the trouble I have with a lot of these network no, shows. No, that- that's not entirely correct. Uh, there's eight episodes in the first season. That's it? Yeah. Okay, well, I think I could dip into that. I think. You like any short series at the moment, Rob, hey? I do love it. It means yeah. I can watch more of them. I, yeah. I, I am finding the shorter ones generally have a better or can frequently have better writing because they don't have to have filler episodes. They can spread the budget or they can use the budget more efficiently in shorter seasons instead of having to drag it out and have... In in Battlestar Galactica, there were some dreadful episodes where they were obviously saving cash for massive effects um, Mm. laden episodes later on. And it's it's good with shorter ones that they can just blow it all across the top, all of it, like in True Detective. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, loads of show- most of the shows I've been watching lately have all been eight episode arcs, and the fact that the the ju- well, the fact that Justified is like now into I think it's episode eleven or twelve. It's going to end soon, but it feels like it's been dragging on now. It's like they could have cut out a lot there and you know honed it down a, f- a bit, don't you reckon, John? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I've I've been really enjoying this compared to the last series, but uh, yeah, True. I know what you mean. There's a little bit. It, there's a bit of padding in there that could have been could have been chopped, really. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to complain about a 13 episode run. It's just when you've got something like the Blacklist, which is oh, it's just 22. But I mean, that's a procedural show. It's designed that way. You know, why not? The whole point of that show is what happens each week, um, rather than the arc. But 
No, I've just, I think for the sort of shows that I like, eight episodes is plenty. Yeah. Give it a look. <laughs> yeah. No, cool. Uh, no, I will give that a look, definitely. Um, so, yeah. Um, John, you've been watching uh, Hannibal, right? Yeah. Um, the second season of it? Yeah, it's it's kind of been going from strength to strength. Um I don't really know what I can say about ruining anything, but the the sort of you know, you know how all of the murders in the original one in the original series are kind of quite artistically done in a way. Yeah, yeah, they've kind of stepped that up a bit. So, oh wow, yeah, it's there. Um, there's a couple that look like uh, Damien Hirst style art installations, and it's horribly, Whoa. yeah, it's horribly brutal, but. Uh, it's quite beautiful in a in a in a sick kind of way. Um, and uh, and how's uh, his cooking? Oh yeah, that that's again. He's uh, the the cooking's getting even more elaborate. <laughs> I, I guess they they know that people enjoyed that. Um, They've got a guy. One of the guys on the show apparently is like um, he was hired because he's like a food photographer. Oh uh, okay. Uh, I think the cinematographer of it is to, so just to make the food look so delicious and 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 elaborate. cannibalistic, yeah. But <laughs> there's a yeah. So he's, he's being Hannibal himself is kind of being revealed to more and more people. Uh, you know, the more people suspect that there's something going on with him. There's uh, there's people that are di- you know he he directly gets involved with um, other well, including people that people that he kills, but. There's a he has a lot of near misses and there's a a big thing at the beginning of the series where uh, I can't tell you too much about but it kind of shows you exactly where the series is going with regards to that. Um, so it, you you want to know what happens. You know, eventually he ends up as Anthony Hopkins's character uh, in a mental asylum, exactly where uh, Will Graham is when when you leave him at the end of the first series. So. Kind of the part of the point of it is to see how Hannibal eventually does get caught. No, so is would it be fair to say that he's gone a bit Dextery? Because you said like he's like oh it's he's almost getting caught. Because that's what I used to love about Dexter was uh, how he kind of managed to uh, you know account for capture. <laughs> yeah, and account for what what he's doing and you know um, almost getting caught. I think he's he's not like Dexter because it's um he's he's more he he's always got an overarching kind of game that he's playing in and it you you see it in in series one you know the the maneuvers that he pulls on Will Graham um but in in this series it's kind of, there's more people involved he's kind of manipulating a lot of people and uh and will become starts to become kind of like a worthy adversary for him as well so it's it's interesting mm. yeah cool have you watched any of that ian i haven't yet uh, i haven't finished the first season to be honest okay no i mean i i, I thought it was great i've 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 watched all of season 1 um and I, and you know i'm waiting to get stuck into season 2 um i think they're on like episode 4 or 5 of it now yeah, they are five, I think. Cool. Oh no, no, it's something I'm, I'm definitely going to catch up with that. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, a show that's been preventing me from doing that has been uh, Cosmos, a space-time odyssey. 
Yeah. Have you have you heard of this, Ian? I haven't. Please tell me. I've read. I've. It's it's, it's been all over the internet and people raving about it, but I've not really yeah. seen anything about it. Well, it's this. Um, it's like a documentary show, um, and it's got uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's kind of like a U.S. Brian Cox, I suppose. This is kind of you know like a U.S. The US doing that Brian Cox show where they talk about the universe and everything in it. And, uh, but they use like animation and like insane special effects. He rides around on this spaceship of the imagination. <laughs> and, uh, and they go like on all the different planets and then it will go down and then it will do like an animation about how, you know, these early scientists were sort of burned at the stake for being pagans and. And it will do all that kind of thing. And it, um, I've only watched. It's sounding a bit like that bit in Jurassic Park where the the animation shows you how where dinosaurs come from. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it better than that? It yeah. works better yeah. than okay. that. Yeah. Yes, um, yeah. It's. Um, I have to say, I was slightly uh, impaired when I watched it, uh, but it was such good fun, and I'm looking forward to watching the rest of the series. Um, I think it's like a 13 episode run of it. Um, but he's quite a charismatic guy. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's like a very knowledgeable, uh, chap. Um, this is just one of many things he does. He's, I'd never heard of him before this, but, um, he's, he's a scientist first and foremost, and he writes books and things like that. Um, but yeah, I'm quite enjoying it. Um, what did you think of the pilot, John? Because I watched this with you. <laughs> um, it, it was quite fuzzy, but yeah, no, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember being, yeah, I, was, I, I don't remember it, to be honest. Uh. <laughs> oh, well, I, 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 I yeah, I, I think you might have crashed before the end of it, but I watched it all. Um, no, I'd recommend it if you're into something a bit, bit sciencey and, uh, educational perhaps but because it's I've you know this is I think um I think the kids will love this because it's kind of presented in such a way that's about as engaging as you could possibly make it you know yeah um I yeah I remember um there there was bits that absolutely blew me away at the time I was just like whoa look at that but um yeah, yeah, it'll be like here's the big bat. Oh, yeah, like they'll do. This is a calendar of the world of the of the universe. Oh, yeah. And you'll and he'll sort of be on December saying, yeah, and this is when the big bang happened, and then like the camera will swivel round, and then the big bang will actually happen, and he'll be like standing silhouetted in the middle of it, and it's just it's just bonkers, like the production on it. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a visual treat. Cool. 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 Uh, also, a visual treat I thought was uh, the second season of Banshee, which I know we're not going to go on about too long because I know you've got problems with it. Ian. I, I don't have problems uh, with it. I just please don't go on about it. it. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I'm so tired. I don't have that big of a problem. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. Carry on. <laughs> I need to go and lie down for five minutes. <laughs> so, um, no, it was good, wasn't it, John? Yes, it was. Yeah. I don't want to go into like spoilers and stuff really, although we are getting towards the end of the episode, but um Yeah, I don't know. It's um it's difficult to talk about really without going into spoilers. <laughs> Let's just say that um We could talk about uh, the enigma that is Lucas Hood. 
how yeah. we still don't know anything about the guy, despite having watched two series of this, with him starting yeah. Yeah, as a main character. Well, there's been some sort of murmurings that there might he might have had like a military kind of background. Yeah, and that's not spoiling anything because honestly, like we still know absolutely nothing about the guy. Uh, we don't know his real name. Um, but yeah, I think I think they managed uh, to 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 give all the characters decent journeys throughout the episode. Yeah. It looks like there's going to be a new big bad in season three. I think it's been renewed. Yeah, it's definitely been renewed for season three. Uh, fours on the cards because it's done quite well. Uh, the numbers for the show aren't massive, but for a net for a cable show, it's definitely respectable, um, and it's growing. So um, yeah, you know, it, you know, it's had a couple of standout episodes this series. You know the uh, the one that details the relationship between um, Hood and Carrie, uh, where they're out at the cabin and the, there's a an attempt on their life, which isn't really giving away much because it happens every episode. Uh, with the cornfield, yeah, with the cornfield. That that's such an amazing episode. It's probably probably a stand uh, from the last year. It's probably in the top ten of TV episodes of all shows. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, it, they definitely took their foot off the gas for that, and uh, I I remarked on it on uh, Twitter uh, through our TV dump account, and uh, we we actually got called out by the uh, the showrunner. He favorited our tweet, which was very cool. Yeah. So respect to uh, Greg Yanantes, if that's how you pronounce your name. Sorry, <laughs> something like that. not not that much respect then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't look it up because I remembered his name. That's that enough. Yeah, that's, that's enough good. Respect, surely, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, oh, I'm def- yeah definitely up for more Banshee. Uh, there was some yeah, it, it it's definitely carrying along in the same vein. Plenty of violence, although I think it was cool that they were able to sort of take the time to uh, work on the characters some more um, and also go back into, uh, well, actually, in fact, uh, there was a lot of webisodes that went out around the time of season two that were billed as Banshee Origins that did explain a lot of the backstories more. In fact, there were some that when they put them out, Bits of those episodes showed up in later episodes, but if you watched those webisodes, you would have gone in with like totally different or more knowledge than uh, than you would have otherwise. It, it was oh, okay. quite 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 remarkable. Um, I can totally see this yeah. show when I mean, eventually, once it's run its course, just turning into a serialized graphic novel. Yeah, well, I think there is one. Oh, is there? Is is it based on a have, book or? I think there's like a Banshee graphic novel. Oh right. Um, I, uh, to do with those characters, like I think it's like a prequel series. Oh right, cool. I will check that yeah. out then. Yeah, they're trying to build up that kind of mythology around it. Yeah. Which is awesome because it's it is like a comic book every week. Yeah, it, uh, I'm trying to find this graphic novel now. <laughs> yeah, there is one. You're correct. <laughs> Yeah, no, because I, I was listening to the Afterbuzz uh, podcast and they had uh, the showrunner on there and he was talking about all the different sort of extended universe stuff they're going to do. Uh, I'm liking the art style on this as well. Uh, Banshee Origins, it's called. Uh, Jonathan Chopper. Yeah. yeah, no, it's cool. Oh, cool. It's free okay. as well. Well, brilliant. 
I'll have to check that out. Okay. This has been the TV Dumpcast, part of the Barker Podcast Collection and the official podcast of the TV Dump Facebook group. You can get me on Twitter at Bobby Rocker, B-O-B-I-R-O-K-A. Uh, I'm Ebo GB, which is E-B-O-W-G-B. And I'm at Wobbly John. Cool. Uh, feel free to join the conversation by typing TV Dump in the Facebook search box and clicking the Join Group button. We're a closed group, but we're interested in growing the community, so we'll approve anyone who wants to join. If you're a spam bot, though, it won't be for long. Contact us on email at tvdumpcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at tvdumpcast. You can find the show notes for this show on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash tvdumpcast. And why not give us a like while you're there? You can also give us a five-star rating on iTunes if you listen to us that way. Production by John Marsden. Thanks again. Thanks, John. It's all right. It's no problem. That's all for now. Until next time, bye, bitches. Cool, okay. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Christ. Everyone happy to soldier on? Yeah, can we add resurrection okay. to that list of shows? All right, okay. Uh, I've sort of done the running order so that it's like a rotation. Yeah, yeah. What, what is the running uh, order? Uh, well, I was going to do from dusk till dawn. Do you want me okay. to paste it into Skype, John? Uh, no, it's cool. You can just... Uh, I just want to make sure I've got a page up about each of them just to jog my memory in case I... Okay, so start going terribly wrong. Okay, well, at the moment, I've got From Dust Till Dawn, The Smoke, Black Sails, The Red Road, Veronica Mars, Sherlock Holmes, Crisis, Banshee, and True Detective. Okay, cool. So where shall I put... You've, there's one more from you, Ian, so I've, I'll put... Uh, oh, let's just do that. Uh, In between Hannibal, Cosmos, and Banshee, which I've not really watched any of. Crisis? What's Crisis? I don't know. Who's watched? That's the one with that's the one with Gillian Anderson, wasn't that you? Oh, that was me. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> did you not watch it? <clears throat> oh, I did. I'm gonna have to remember what it's about. Should we just swap it for Resurrection? No, no, because that was quite. I think Crisis was, was all right. Maybe I've no oh, balls. Hold on. I think there might be a discrepancy between what I've put on Facebook and what I'm looking at. Might be a discrepancy with what I'm leathering about. Oh no, no, yeah, cry, no, it's Crisis. That's fine. Right. So yeah. Uh, I'm not anticipating going on for ages about any of these, but, you know, whatever. Okay, uh, all right. <clears throat> if you're looking for a New Year's resolution that's easy to keep, I have just the one. Resolve to help protect your identity with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. LifeLock alerts you to potential threats to your identity. And if you have a problem, a U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft, but help keep what's yours, yours, by resolving to protect your identity. Save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.